Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christmas has so many little pieces that are important, no matter how small. Every parent has tried to assemble a toy that has six bags of tiny little pieces and an instruction manual with 47 separate steps in 10 different languages. Add an eager four- or five-year-old into the mix to open those bags and spread out those parts, and, well, you've got the excitement of Christmas. It's easy to lose a piece or two, isn't it, in all of that chaos and excitement? Cover everything with a layer of crumpled Christmas paper, and many a piece could end up in the recycling bin. And it's often the piece that's really needed, isn't it? The very center of the toy. But what if the missing piece is more than that tiny little square of plastic? What if it's a diamond? Just given an engagement ring with all the promises of love and life together, what if that diamond were suddenly to be found missing from the ring? Somehow it fell out of the setting. It's lost among all the paper, boxes, plastic, and directions. What would you do? Well, you'd stop everything, wouldn't you? You'd slam the brakes and you'd start looking. You'd retrace your steps and struggle desperately to find that diamond. We need to find the diamond. That's our situation on Christmas. Christmas comes with God's wonderful news of a lasting relationship, the peace that joins us with him for all time. In all the excitement of Christmas, we might miss that diamond and have only the outward setting, but not the treasure of his love and peace. We can find many small pieces this Christmas, but only one piece, one treasure, is really needed. That's what completes our star of peace as we draw our Advent series to a close this Christmas day. We've walked through Advent with the five points of the Christmas star, seeking peace in so many different directions. We've imagined that peace can be found if we get enough possessions. We thought to ourselves that peace might come if we can escape to a faraway retreat or lock our past far away. We tried to find peace in having control over our world, and we've tried to find purpose in directing those around us. But in every case, our God stops us before we go too far on a hopeless tangent, seeking peace where there is no peace to be found. At each point of that star, we've seen how our God gives us his own distinct peace. Left to ourselves, we would go off on a search that would never end, would never bear fruit. There will never be enough stuff or distance, or control to give our hearts that peace we so desperately seek. But thanks be to God, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this Christmas morning, we find peace here and now with Him. That is especially true today, especially true on Christmas. For our peace is that treasure found in the manger, when we highlight the center of our Christmas star, if you can picture it, the star becomes the picture of a manger. And in the center of that manger, that top point, that is the diamond of God's Son, His perfect gift to us. 
finding peace you see is not like seeking a needle in a haystack, but it's rather like finding the diamond of God's son in the straw of the manger. That diamond is the infant son of God. And he isn't lost. He was purposely made incarnate in the manger. He made that manger his home so that he could be found by mortal man. Who else would do this but our God? We treasure our important gifts, and we know exactly where they are this morning. You probably had picture imag- had trouble picturing a young woman who has just gotten her engagement uh, ring on Christmas Eve losing it. She would clutch it, wouldn't she? She would treasure it. She wouldn't take it off or risk any harm to it. Don't ask her to wash the dishes tonight. This diamond is the center of her world, and she would keep it safe. God's treasure has now become the center of our world. What a wonder that our God puts in the center of the universe, his son. And he places him into the most unlikely of places, into the setting of the manger and the stable. He doesn't put him safely in the most holy place in the temple at Jerusalem. He doesn't place him like a diamond set in gold on the throne of a king. He doesn't have him hover above us. For all of those would make the same sense as the greatness of this gift should be seen and protected, not kept far away. The Son of God coming to the world rightly comes with the brilliant light of the glory of God and the chorus of the angels singing. It is right that the shepherds, along with us, hear them and are stunned by that brightness and that message of the Savior born into the world. You remember from Luke's gospel last evening, what was their reaction? It was shock. It was fear. It was awe at the unknown grace of God which was now being revealed to them by that angel chorus. But all of that outward glory, all of that brightness and jubilee, it is brought into one small, almost hidden spot, the manger within the stable. There is where we find the great gift of peace, like a diamond set within the arms of the manger. We have looked often at the star as it promises different points and different directions of peace. But it is not a tangent of distance and discovery that brings us our lasting peace. For peace is that diamond held within the manger, that infant son of God, so small that he could be ignored by many who are looking for a different setting of peace, a different kind of glory. But friends, that's not where our hope is found this Christmas day. Our hope is not found in the peace of this world, which withers and fades away. Our peace is found in the only begotten Son of God. To make sure that we find that treasure this morning, let's take the journey of the shepherds who we read about in our text from last evening. They heard the news of the birth, and they must have dashed off to find the stable in the manger. Now let's picture them as they came to that stable perhaps led by the sound of a baby crying within. What a moment as they suddenly filled the doorway, and there they saw before them Mary and Joseph and the newborn baby. I doubt that Mary and Joseph had any warning that the shepherds were coming that night. 
The peace of those first moments with their newborn son must have been heavenly, given that the long journey they had just faced had come to the end, and that they had finally found shelter after struggling to find a place to rest in the inn. But now at last the birth is done, their son is with them. Rest and peace is here at last. But not for long. Suddenly there were shepherds, strangers, these rough-clothed men, breathless from a race down the hills after what they had just seen. They filled the doorway, crowding in, jostling to get the best view. Imagine their questions and their excitement. They may have asked, He's the one? Do you know who this child is? Do you know what we've just heard? Did you see the angels fill the sky just now? All the stories they could have told one another. Mary likely told of the angel Gabriel. Joseph could recount the dreams that reassured him as he heard of the birth of Mary's son. The shepherds could then recall every word of the angel's message and the whole choir sing. We're invited to hear that same story again today, just as we have heard it every Christmas. Perhaps, dear friends, we are like those shepherds who filled the stable that night. I expect that all of them wanted to get inside the stable, no matter how crowded. I wonder if they held the infant Jesus, Mary carefully handing him into their arms. It's a picture for us to ponder. Shepherds were rough-handed men, after all. They knew how to hold infant lambs. Now picture one of them holding the newborn Lamb of God, his only begotten Son who came to take away the sin of the world. As that shepherd held the infant, did he speak to him, telling him of the angels that had sung about his birth? But before he can tell the whole story, another shepherd nudges him and says, It's his turn. Let every shepherd have his moment with the child, a moment that for them will last a lifetime. We can find ourselves in that picture, too. Put yourself in the back row of the shepherds, one of the last to squeeze into the stable, Eventually, the first ones must slip out the door, and we are the ones left with Mary and with Joseph and with Jesus. That's our Christmas worship, taking the place of the shepherds who heard the good news, being the next generation to fill the stable, to hold that infant, not in our arms, but in our hearts and minds as we come again to hear the good news of his birth this Christmas day. It's endless patience on the part of our Savior Jesus that lets each and every one of us come in to hear this good news, to eat and drink of his body and blood and to receive the gifts that he brings, to have our long and lasting Christmas moment. Remember a moment ago how he turned the star of peace into that manger illustration? But now the arms of that manger are briefly replaced. The arms of the manger are now your arms as you open them wide to receive the gift of your newborn Savior. Bear witness to him again today and see the gift of peace that the angels declared. Here is the peace of the whole world, not a mere wish, not fruitless seeking, but the living child who caused his birth in this way. He came so that he could be held in the arms of the manger, the arms of his mother, the arms of the shepherds, the arms of all people.
holding the son born today is the enduring gift of Christmas peace. We'll shake out the wrapping paper in case something is still hidden there. Let the paper go, but keep the bows for another year. Most of the parts of the toys will eventually be found, and those toys, too, will eventually be assembled and look pretty much like the pictures on the boxes, give or take a couple of misplaced stickers. The many parts of Christmas will be put away, and it's then that only those important pieces remain. This is true of the gift of Christmas, of our Savior, and the peace that he brings. In all of our pursuit of peace, he is always that lasting peace. He is God's answer. He is the peace that passes our understanding. But he is also the peace that perfectly understands us since on this day he came to be one of us. His peace ends our hopeless pursuits for possessions and power and security where they cannot be found. His peace is the Lamb of God held by the shepherds, the infant son in his mother's arms. And that same Savior is held today by all of us. The gift of God, the diamond of his relationship with us, the treasure within the manger. Amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, Guard and keep your hearts and minds in the same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.